forever. <laughs> Dog. Manila. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to The Chop with Latrice and Manila. Where we give you the weekly recap and rundown of Canada's drag race. Who's on top? And who will get the chop? <laughs> let's chop it up. Let's chop it up, girl. This week's challenge. Well, well let's go back to last week. Let's go to last week. Last week, we got to see all the queens in their ballet best. In the mini challenge. Uh, that was fun. Uh, then in two teams, they competed to create some iconic heritage moments in mm-hmm. a green screen acting challenge. Now, uh, for the runway, the queens recreated their first time drag looks and a lemon one. Kine, Congratulations. Yeah, Kine and Tainomi were in the bottom. And after the lip sync, Kine kindly went home. So that's the recap. We're all on up that. to date. We're all up to date. Yes, spoiler, spoiler. But we did get uh, some messages from our new inbox. So, what do oh, we have? Oh, um, we have Christy Lee writes us. Good morning, dolls. I'm 16 minutes into episode two of the Chop. Thank you for doing a little research before recording the episode. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it makes it so much more enjoyable knowing that you get the humor and history of what you're watching. Yes, girl, it's very informative, it's, right? It's true. Canadians tend to be a little neurotic about our identity because we're so often eclipsed by the USA. I mean, I, I get a girl, all right? When any foreign celebrities shout out, it's our Sally Field moment. You like us. <laughs> you really like us. No, okay, we so love she you. Watching this. Yeah. So she enjoys watching this. So thank you guys so much for, for writing us, Christy Lee. Um, and the rest of y'all listeners, if you want to send us an email, let us know what you think, um, maybe any comments or whatever, um, go to latriceandmanila at gmail.com. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> and we have an incredibly special guest with us this week. I'm so excited about this because she's our mom. Uh, <laughs> she had us when she was like negative she's 20 years old <laughs> mom is an acronym for moguls of media and she's oh. one of the head bitches in charge she's also winner of all stars season 2 co-host of the race chaser podcast and vagina advocate <laughs> it's Alaska Thunderfuck Five thousand from outer space. Welcome to the shop, Alaska. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. <laughs> um, you <laughs> both look amazing. You. Um, so do you. Thank you. I also have been listening to the pod and really enjoying it, and I'm just I'm so grateful that that you both are are doing this podcast. We need you in the world, so thank you. Oh, well, thank <laughs> thanks, Alaska. Thank you. And thanks for this opportunity. Um, I think it's so cool that you and Big Dipper and Willem are getting together and you're starting this whole 
podcast together and letting us, you know, girl, we need we need the work too, right? So we thanks, Amen, girl, for looking out for us. Amen. Girl, the mom family. I love it. Yes! Drag moms everywhere uniting for our own podcast so y'all can listen to our unauto-tuned voices, girls and boys, and everyone's in-betweens. Manila loves her auto-tune. Please give some to Jinx Monsoon. <laughs> yes, oh, lady buddy. Lady buddy quote. All right, so Lasky, um, are you watching... Canada's Drag Race and what do you think? Yes, I am watching and um, I love it. I mean, it's always interesting to see like how a different part of the world just like does drag. It's it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like, like each one is so vastly different. Like the UK was all about like kind of cunty humor and like um thailand is all about just like runways like you've never fucking seen people lighting themselves on fire (laughs) so like another region of the world we have canada where everyone is like they're lip syncing against each other but they're like i love you so much oh my gosh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i had to lip and that is this week's episode is uh we're, we're getting to know the apologetic uh passive aggressive side of canadian culture and i i honestly like it's really hard because like we are so like set in stone in this way like just because I think Canada is so close to the U.S. like we we kind of like just kind of meld it all as one. Um, but it's really really fun and it's really exciting and it's got a new twist on the show that we all love. Completely. Yeah, I love it. I love it. In love with it. Um, and yeah, the whole sorry not sorry uh, is so <laughs> true. It's so true. <laughs> Oh my God, it's so true. But I live for it because, you know, it's like, you know that they're really not, but (laughs) we're going to be polite about it. But the shade is that they're not really sorry. So I love it. (laughs) Let's get this episode, girls. Um, So we have a message from Kine on on uh, on the mirror. Um, it's basically saying like, Tainomi, this isn't your moment. Shut up. (laughs) I feel very attacked. God bless Kine. I mean, you know, she was a spitfire. She'll be missed. Well, I don't know if she'll be missed, but she was. She's definitely (laughs) injected a lot of the, a lot of the drama that we are used to watching on Drag Race. And I feel like. It, you know, because it was in, I'm getting to know like the way things are in Canada, so I, I'm getting to see like that was a little bit too much for them. So they they had to chop her real quick, real you know? quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder if it was like Brooke. Brooke walked off set after that interaction in the workroom and was just like, "That bitch has got to go." I mean, I don't know. She was like, "I'm not letting. I'm not doing a pearl and letting this queen get to the final three. Not on episode <laughs> two, girl. Not on episode two. Do not um, do it." Well, you know, as a drag queen, we can be very vicious, just as glamorous as we can be. So uh, don't fuck with the drag queens, you know? Um, Don't. uh, Well, we get a video message from Rue. She already (laughs) had her. 
Hey, kitty girls. I've always wondered how Canadians get anything done with all the apologizing you do. Sorry about this. Sorry about that. The time has come for you to re-apologize like your life depends on it. Sorry, not sorry, but totally sorry. (laughs) (laughs) RuPaul looks so good in the workroom messages. Lovely. Stunning. Yes. I don't think she's scheduled yet to be on the show so this is her only thing so she did she went all out Baby. for Candace they Drag Race they did you know? her they did her they did they her they did her yeah. correctly she looks yeah. so good and like you can tell like she you know cause she little peed on there she's like this is our show and go with it and do it do with it as you must you know Yes. So we get uh, we get this mini challenge where they have to read off their uh, teleprompters very have season you, one. Have you ever had? Have you ever had a thing? We've done that on season one of of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, they made them read off a teleprompter and put like really hard words, words in it, in like <laughs> Amadenajad, and like just like trying to be really trying to throw them off. They up the ante this time because they're like, okay, French. we're gonna give it to you three times, <laughs> three languages, three languages. French. English draglish. Draglish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we did a teleprompter news challenge on season three back in my day. Um, but oh, you did? I, yes, girl, it was the news challenge. Um, oh, yeah. I opted out because I was like, I'm, I'm going to fuck up that because like, I'm really bad at reading like really fast and like I have bad visions, but you know, with the contact lenses and the eyelashes <laughs> and the lights in your face, I was like, I don't want to risk this. So I did the Asian reporter on that episode instead oh, so I could just right. make up shit so I didn't have to you yes. know I just didn't want to because it looks hard girl it's hard reading a teleprompter it's not easy and my problem is I talk really slow so like I would I would not be a good newscaster they, they it, it would be you would be missing lines and shit girl I've been gone honey the next subject is up bitch they got the wrong picture up you still talking uh-huh. <laughs> yeah still trying to get through it but they do it in French. Now, some of the girls already know French, so this is easy for them. Yeah. And they both get on a team together. Rita and yeah, so, uh, Kiara. Yeah, they they they, yeah. they like got this in the bag. Rita Bag of Chips Aura. Oh, okay. Um, oh. Rita Bag of Chips Aura. Um, <laughs> yeah, they get a 20-minute quick drag, which I love quick drag, and news anchor quick drag mm-hmm. um, is even better. Yes. <laughs> uh, who, who someone says Tainomi looks like your fucking auntie. <laughs> like <laughs> none of my auntie looked that bearded bitch. Back telling you, bitch, no ma'am, honey. She well, gave I you eight o'clock shadow. I think the fact that when you get up in quick drag, it's like sloppy and it's supposed to be humorous. So like it mm-hmm. kind of sets the tone for the whole uh, thing. It's This is just a mini challenge. So this is just something fun. You already know uh, that it doesn't really matter if you're going to like <laughs> do well in this. Just make it entertaining. And some of the queens are really entertaining. I really like yeah. Jimbo. I thought Jimbo did a fantastic uh, job. Yes. Yes, I love Jimbo. Um, I think Priyanka and Lemon uh, did it with such ease that they were able to like kind of, you know, show off a little bit with their own personalities within it because they were, I guess, reading is a reading is fundamental. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, they were like watching Kelly Ripa. Like it's, they were really they were just right like, on it. Yeah, they yeah, were on it. Yeah. <laughs> but Jimbo's character work, Jesus, I was just <laughs> oh, like, she's committed, fully committed, committed, even after they're done. No, in she... the workroom. Well, that's what really, that's what really is really interesting about it is because the bitch is smart. She's like, oh, I'm going to embody this character. It's almost like practice for Snatch Game, right? And she is going to stay in this character and she's going to speak to the other bitches and read them down as this character. So she has no blood on her hands if she's like doing some side eye shit for the camera towards the other girls because, you know. Oh, it all comes off, and she was just playing this like it's character. character, right? Right, but I got a feeling that Jimbo had so much shit in her arsenal, like she is gonna pull <laughs> some shit out on these hoes that they're not ready for. So I can't yes. wait to see more of her, uh, for real, for real. Okay, so we get to a maxi challenge. Okay, now that uh, Priyanka and Lemon won, they have to become the team captains. Like nothing good comes the from curse! winning the a mini, curse! mini challenge. You always say it; queen... it's true. And now they're they're fighting against each other. Okay, and they have to pick. Uh, they have to pick teams for their rival girl groups to have a like a pitch perfect rap battle against each <laughs> there other. Canadian style to the song sorry not sorry okay we got the two teams so whatever teams they landed on it doesn't really matter except for Ilona was picked last again 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 (laughs) that's gotta like like, that's gotta weigh on her and it obviously does like I know that you want to go into it and not take it personal but like two episodes in a row you're just like what the fuck guys yeah yeah so she's already like really definitely feeling that. Um, I think the girls, well, I don't know. They're not really, you know, going in and having that cry moment, that teammate moment and, you know, sharing that we all feel that way in some ways. And you got this girl. We all got this. We got each other. But they're like, let's keep it moving. And she kind of had to figure it out herself. <laughs> they're on the sofa, right? Keep it pushing. Okay. Oh, we, okay, yes. girl, we don't have time to lift your fucking ass up in this competition. So like, if so, you want to uh, feel that way, we're going to, uh, put, we're, we're going to throw you out of the bus later on. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Should we take a break right now? Yeah. Why don't we talk about that right after this special break? Cause I need, I need more wine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And we're back to the chat with Manila and Latrice. And our special guest judge, Alaska! So I love this section. Also, Ralph, I was expecting someone different than who we saw on stage. True that. Don't let the name fool you. But (laughs) when I tell you she was amazing like i kikied with her like she was in on the reads letting the bitches have it it was true entertainment at its finest and i laughed i chuckled 
Um, and she's brilliant. I also felt like we got to see a lot of the work that the queens were putting into uh, recording. I-, I feel like in the past it just seems very rushed and like you either know how to freaking rap or you don't know how to rap. And then they just kind of like, you know, make fun of that. Um, but I really felt like they were actually like she was working with them yeah. so that they could get a really good thing. And honestly, like fast forward ahead, spoiler alert, like this, the song turned out really good. Really so some of these queens were uh, struggling, like Boa. She was, you know, having trouble, you know, giving all her lines. Scarlet Bobo looks are a no no. Oh no! Try it again. Try it again. Scarlet Bobo looks are a no no. No, let's do that again. Let's do that again. <laughs> it was. I, I didn't even think she was doing it that bad. So I don't. I like. She. I was kind of like. I don't. Know, maybe it's just because I'm loving, uh, loving Boa recently, just because she's so silly. Um, but like I thought she was doing pretty good, but like they just went to go goes to show like they were really putting in the effort. They really wanted to get these girls' best performances. Yeah. And hey, as long as the final result is good, I feel like it doesn't matter how many takes you do, right? Uh, Especially well. when someone else is paying for the studio time. I mean that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So Where is the lie? Get you, okay. Get it in, girl. Some of the girls are letting us know that they have songs on iTunes as well. Right. And if you don't have a song on iTunes, what are you doing here? What, what are you are doing? Are you even doing yeah. drag? Are you even yeah. doing drag? Well, girl. I think it's actually a really uh, interesting thing because, like, back back in my day, we didn't put songs on iTunes until after we were on Drag Race. But now, like, the local queens have figured out, Girl, it don't take that much to get your song on iTunes. You just have to fill out a form and pay a quick little fee. And you can sell your song on iTunes. So I think it's kind of amazing that we have girls that have experience coming in. So it should be showing in this competition. You know what I mean? It should be showing like, they are fami- like they're familiar with being in front of a mic. And some of these girls are doing really, really well. I'm very proud of them. Very well. I mean, at, at this stage of the game and this many over a decade in, um, we now see the trajectory of how it works. And now these girls know that if you want to be ahead of the game, you got to be ahead of the game. And so putting out a song and having a music video, that's just part of being, you know, what we do that's now. Just, Look at it. Look at yeah, it now. Exactly. In quarantine, putting out videos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you're on RuPaul's Drag Race or not. You can have a song on iTunes and a music video to go with it. And you can go and travel and do everything that you can here, no matter what country you're in. Okay. So um, that seems like the easy part because then we have the choreo part. Baby. Girl. And first of all, uh, I kind of want to punch Lemon in the face a little bit. I, I, I know Lemon and... I was one of the first people to ever paint Lemon. I'll, I have to tell you. Oh, I, really? I yes. Mm. Uh, I wasn't her first time in drag. I've been corrected on this. I thought I was her first time putting her in drag, but it was actually her second. So I know her, but like during this, she's just like kick, kick and slick and hey, work and hit and at boom, boom. And the rest of the girls are like, can we slow it down, please? living well, because you know what i like for me i've been waiting for lemon to show me what she can do and mm-hmm. like because she's she showing she, bitch, well. well no tea no tea <laughs> um if you listen to episode two of the chop we were a little we were left a little um you know we, we thought there was going to be more dance skills coming from her in her first lip sync no right. that's just that's just our opinion, just our opinion. um but but she was 
killing Baby, it, she girl. Was letting them hoes have it. She goes, I'm gonna dance all <laughs> over you hoes and pump and pump, bitch. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And so I, I mean, I don't care. Like, this is a competition. So if this is some, the one thing that you're good at, you're gonna go on TV showing off what you can do. So you know from now on that you're gonna get a good dance show from Lemon. And, and Tainomi, uh, Tainomi was mm-hmm. real good, and Kiera too. Like, bitch, she 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 danced better than she walked in them heels last week. I was very surprised. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, Ki- I I like it because you can tell that Kiara is like she's like seeing like okay, these girls are the strong ones in this particular competition. So she's going to push herself to be at their level, and she yeah. and she made the effort. Unlike some of the other queens who just like stood there like the deer in the headlights. I am that girl when it comes to dance rehearsals, so I have compassion. And I know that a lot of the work happens after the cameras shut down, and then they like let you rehearse until midnight, and you just drill it over and over. Then you go back to the hotel room and you don't sleep. You just try to learn the choreo. That's what. I, that's how I had to function because yeah. that's how I do dance. Yes, that's how dance do you. That's how dance does me, correct? Yeah, and I guess like as a viewer, we're only seeing like the the fifteen minute uh, dance lesson that they do on stage with yeah. uh, Hollywood Jade. But what I didn't realize is that they were struggling because not only was it kind of difficult choreography, n- no tea. Like it, it looked like it was a, a lot for a lot of these for most of those girls. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, it's the choreographer was definitely showing off. So, like, he was giving, like, some good moves that only two or three of the queens could actually get. There were a lot of and beats. You know, Heclina Heclina in San Francisco, whenever someone's making choreo for her, she's like, no ands. It's just one, two, three, four. No one and a two and a three and a four. No ands. You gotta have There were a lot of ands. Then the girls left the stage and the choreographer was like, it's not hard. What is wrong with that? Of course, it's not hard for him. He made it up. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Of course. But was it just me or was it like because the first group had Lemon and Tainomi in there and they were kind of like some, you know, advanced skilled dancers that when he got the group two that he went like super fast and like. Right. Yeah, because he was warmed up. He's like, yeah, he was just warmed up. He was like good to go. You know what I mean? And those girls were they were the special group. They were the struggle bus for sure. What's the next thing that we do? The girls are talking in the workroom. Priyanka says, "Well, I haven't told my dad that I like do drag and that I'm gay, but I told him I'm dating a girl named Priyanka." (laughs) Brilliant! It's not a lie. Not a lie. Not a lie. I'm seeing a girl. He said, "I see her." I see her. From time it's all to about time. the wording, right? Yeah. It's all about the wording and slipping it in there. Like sometimes three to five times a week. <laughs> during during June. Well, I mean, I relate to this because like when I came out to my father, uh, my parents, like my father took it hard. And then like it was just even harder for him to just grasp the idea of me doing drag on top of being gay. So it was just something of that course. we kind of avoided talking about. I mean I he knew I was gay because I told him, but like I, I get the adding the drag on top of it is just like extra, extra like whipped cream, yep. nuts and sprinkles. You know, <laughs> I, I I feel for it. I I feel for her. I mean, yeah. And besides, now there's no escape. Like this is her coming out to her dad. Like now she's gonna be on TV. He's yes. gonna have to deal with it. It doesn't matter anymore. Like so. 
Good, to, good, for, good her. for her. And she has songs on iTunes. Um, <laughs> now, okay, so this guest host thing has been weird and a strange thing that I don't fully understand until Deborah Cox. <laughs> Then it all made yes. sense. Then you're like, yes. okay. Yes. That's part of our problem because we're dumb Americans and we only know Deborah Cox. And so, so far. <laughs> so we far no, honestly, though, like, it's almost more of like a subculture because Deborah Cox was like very huge. She's huge in like the dance scene, especially in the early 2000s when we all started drag. So like she is legendary in the drag community and the gay community. She Her voice is so powerful. She's acted. She's been on Broadway. She's been everything. She's like a big name, but like still not even as big as she could have been in this in the States. I agree. But in, I agree. in Canada, she's huge. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I can't even tell you how many times I've worked with her, and she's been amazing every time. Yeah, I saw her live here at a club called Coliseum, two thousand New Year's Eve. Uh. She hit the stage, and oh uh. my god, you know we were on everything, but you know uppers, <laughs> uppers downers, candy corns, girl, we we're on everything, and <laughs> corn dogs. <laughs> And she was spectacular, honey. Spectacular. Oh, she's amazing. I love her. I love her. And I feel like she's earned the right to walk the runway and say, you know, gentlemen, start your engines. May the best woman win. Yeah. Get ready to lip sync for your life. They put the echo effect on her voice. She's earned her place in the queer community where I feel like that makes sense for her yeah, to sit yeah. in that chair and do that. Yeah. So finally, yeah. the guest host thing makes sense. It clicks. It, <laughs> it, it clicks. It clicks. It clicks. It clicks. But you know, I would, at first I was like, why didn't they open with her? You know, of course, everyone has scheduling issues, so that, that might not be the issue. Right. But like to be honest, like I'm glad that it happened now. So like I've had two episodes to kind of get used to the guest host thing, yes. and like I would have hate to have felt that way when if it, if she went on the first episode and I was like. Who the heck does Deborah Cox think she is? RuPaul? You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> so I'm cool with I'm cool with like you know easing into it. You know you got you got to tease tease the hole. A little oh bit, wow! You know what I mean? Wow! Before she just accepts the whole. Oh wow! Gorgeousness wow. of her. Lubed and prepped. Lubed and prepped. Lubed and prepped. Relaxed it. and ready to take yeah. all of this new guest host information <laughs> in. Right, girl. Wow. Speaking of lubed and prepped, uh, <laughs> we have this this mainstay uh, performance and these. These these names for these groups, girl. The dolls. The dwarves. The dwarves. And the moose. When I holler when they said the moose knuckles. Now, bitch, I know what a moose knuckle is. That's for sure. You don't have to be Canadian to know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all you have to do is look at Jay Sadamayor's Tuck in season oh, wow. one. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know. Okay. Um, moose knuckles, like, sometimes you can't help it because, like, if you just happen to have really big nuts, you can't get away with it. You can't get, get those I'm nuts sorry. away from my face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I applaud the girls for picking that name. I know that Autostars here was like, well, what are we calling ourselves? Yeah. Uh, but I think that it's such, like, a good. 
representation of like having something really fun, something very Canadian, <laughs> and it's like setting everyone up for like we're gonna have a good time. We're not making, we're not taking ourselves too, too serious, right? And I yeah. like that. Yeah, I thought the song was good. Yes, it turned out. It turned out really cute. The, the song turned out fantastic. Yeah. It, it was a long fucking song, bitch. bitch. <laughs> For real, they did the full twelve inch version, bitch. It was like a full. It was like a, like rusical <laughs> level. You know what I mean? Like there was a introduction. There was multiple middle parts, and then there was a whole switch it around on its head like the girls are like oh now suddenly like after they've all read each other they're like apologizing to each other right. um it was 10 verses girl it was 10 verses it was like yeah. 10 minutes long girl. <laughs> so. no wonder these bitches were struggling so hard with the choreo it wasn't the choreo it was just the, it was so much was of the choreo so a lot yes not only were the choruses that they all had to do their their numbers but then there was a lot of blocking there was yep. a lot of verses and then the reset and uh, then there's the other team it's like it was and a then lot you have to do the acting on top of it then the performing and the it was a lot and some of the girls woo, it, woo, it showed baby poor who was that in the back was it Elona? It was Elona. Oh, baby. What about in the front with Tainomi? Because she wasn't doing none of the words. Oh. She was well, getting the dance. Well, <laughs> but I understand because when you're like a pop star, though, and like the the chorus comes on, then you just like stop singing and just like It was her verse, girl. It. it was her verse, girl. It was her verse. Oh, it was her verse that she didn't know the words? <laughs> yes, well, girl. It was, never the, mind. it was the both. It was the both. But her definitely her verse. Definitely her verse. Um, never mind. Rescinded. Definitely her verse. I feel for her because, like, I've done this before where you, like, have choreography and, like, you're concentrating so hard on doing the choreography and yeah. performing that you forget, like, oh, you have to be doing the lip sync, too. I mean, it's yeah. happened. But, like, damn, girl. I don't know. It's... Is it because, like, on episode one, she came in and she was like, every girl knows me, everyone owes their career to me, that I'm having these, like, higher expectations for her? Like, that yeah, makes me, like... a little bit. <laughs> right? right? But because everybody I, I knows like her she came, standard, though. If she came in, they're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just here to have fun. Like, and if she did, I'd be, I feel like I wouldn't be like, come on, girl. Like, everyone's supposed to say that you're... I don't know. I feel really bad. Again, Drag Race has a way of exposing those insecurities and those little moments that twinkle out on your ass when you think you're the most confident and you should be slaying and then all of a sudden no yeah totally well let's talk about um our standouts when we get back to the and we are back to the chop with Manila, Latrice, and our special guest, Alaska. Are we talking about the runway? The runway. Quebecy, Quebecy with the good hair. So this is similar to um, the hairball. The hairball was on uh, season three. Yeah. I I love it. Except they, I think it looks like they had to do it, like they had to like bring their own wigs. Oh, uh, truly. being supplied them and having to make it on the spot. Obviously, right. There was a lot of freaking hair, and hair's not it, hair's not cheap. Like a one wig is like a a pretty decent wig is like forty bucks. 
right? So if you have like 10 wigs on your outfit, that's $400. That's a lot of money. Tracks aren't aren't cheap either. Like the longer you want it, the more expensive it gets. Yeah, exactly. Well, you better already know who my um, fave and standout is. Is Jimbo, bitch. When that bitch bent that corner mm. with, oh my God. I was like, oh, for real? This is how you doing it, bitch? Yeah. Oh my God. Full on body, yaddy, yaddy, bitch. Leather harness, boots, titty plate, bitch. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, yeah, ma'am. Was, Show us what you can everything. do, honey. I was already copying all of it in my like mind for my next outfit. That's like how good it was. It was just like so good. And the fact that she like got this like weird ombre blonde to red uh thing and then she just yeah. got hundreds of these wigs and oh she had them God. all over and it was like it was attached to the outfit but it looked like it just came down, down. from her head like Cascading. a puzzle. Yeah. It was, it was sickening. So good. It was the Bibi Zahara Benet giant hair. Right. And, but she took four of that and put them all down her fucking body. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, the other one I loved was Priyanka with the orange and blue combo. Yeah, that was cute. Ooh, with she the braids. Really yeah. I, I just thought it was really well executed where the, she was able to take the hair and she was able to present it that was kind of different and made that hair into like the bodysuit, uh, had the braids in her hair. Like it wasn't about like the volume or anything, but it was about like making the hair into a fabric or a, yeah. into like har- right. a harness. I thought yeah. that I loved that. It was really cute. Yeah, and the color really choice good. was fantastic because, well, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. was in the same damn color palette. <laughs> they got you know? the memo, honey. Right. <laughs> they got the memo. Um, I can tell you who I did not like. Tell girl, us. Girl, okay, I know she funny and Manila's favorite, but bitch, Boa bent that corner and I was like, no, ma'am, when she took off that coat and that green, oh. horrible, with the, oh, oh, my God, it was so, no, ma'am, Pam. Manila, you were living, weren't you? You were living. You were like, bitch, I, I wish I had made I, this um, I, on my season. I, I cackled out loud when she came around oh, the corner girl. with the big pageant hair and the fur coat. And she came, I knew she was going to have a reveal, but like the way that she described it in the in her commentary was like, I'm just coming out here in this beautiful fur coat. And she says, not, I mean, it's so 90s. And then she takes it off and then there's like that awful, like, you know, body suit like. with the spray. I mean, I, I think that it was like, Something that'd be funny for the club. It doesn't really work on the runway because it doesn't Ooh. really have the. It didn't have the, like the skin tones didn't match. <laughs> it was like. Is <laughs> a girl. girl. We okay. I've done the number where it's the reveal to the garish pubic hair. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen these sort of nude illusion painted bodysuits. They did a whole they did a whole runway of them on season what was it seven? Seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. It was like sort of a combination of like things that just like I feel like if someone else would have done this, they would have gotten dog walked. They would have gotten sent home, bitch. <laughs> I, I think what it really comes down to is that it's just like 
a bodysuit that we've kind of already seen before. The like using the extra hair as like pubes. Ha ha ha. I've got a big, you know, like it's it's like right. a drag cliche at this point. And like, of course, like her actual hair wasn't fantastic. The, neither was the, the fur coat. So there wasn't really right. that like elevated part about it. But I think it's just because like we expect so much from like these queens on the show that like we kind of right. ha- hold it to a higher standard. I enjoyed it just because it was something I was like, oh, <laughs> I know that joke already yeah that's good right um and i think that like she was able to like use her personality to sell it as opposed to like the outfit but how long are we gonna keep on excusing these horrible ass runways because she's got <laughs> well, good personality right. no ma'am uh-uh. well i don't know and- because in in the performance despite the fact that we watched her fuck up so bad like maybe she turned it repeating repeating those lines over and over and over again really helped her to instill it in her mind because when she performed it, she was fantastic. She was turned it, yeah. And it doesn't matter what she wears on the runway as long as she can sell it. And I think that the judges have already told her that last week. So I don't know. Like, it wasn't my favorite, but like, whatever. I have to give a mention to Scarlett Bobo, who I thought was phenomenal in the challenge. Like, she kicked her face and like, she was like, I was like, oh my God, that was really her stepping into herself in this competition. And she it, she talks about kind of this exact thing with Boa. She's like, girl, you fucking hot glued some hair to your fucking bodysuit and they peed for you. And she's getting a little fed up about it. I know the feeling. I, I, was- I mean, I get it. She was, she was having a little bit of like this... She was having her her Asian moment where she's like, "Girl, you could wear a diaper on stage and they would live for it." You know what I mean? So a little bit, a little like a a, a politer. Sorry about it. Not sorry about it. <laughs> Canadian right. way of, of of delivering it. Correct us if we're wrong. You could email us at latrisamanilla at gmail But is this at the same level? If you're at Canadian standards, I'm not sure. Um, right. Now, who did not fare well in the challenge, but turned it on the runway was Alona. Like yes. that powder blue poodle look with the rhinestone leash and the pasties, like well thought out. She was so polished, so polished. I was like, okay, we see what you can do. And we've seen poodle looks before on the runway of Drag Race, but nothing like not this. Like this. Yeah. It was like a cartoon stuffed animal you win at a at a carnival. Right. Like just gorgeous outfit. And because it was so impactful, girl, it melted away any possibilities of her like having to lip sync, I think. Right. It was just such a was, good look. Yeah. It saved her. It saved her because she, It did. Yeah, it saved her. One thing I picked up on is that she said that was her color. And we we uh an episode one of the chop, we talk about her powder blue armored look. So oh, this yes. is her so her I think this is her color. signature color. You know, like how yellow her is mine. Yeah. Hers yeah. is is like a powder, powder blue. blue mm-hmm. Which I'm here for. Yeah. What about Anastasia? I feel like if like Jimbo did this it would have been like, oh my gosh, fears. But because we know her as the pageant girl, I feel like it was a little harsh. Because I thought it was yeah, cool. I, like, yeah, I thought it was cool too. Why is it too much? It was not too much. What I is too it, much, I, right? I thought it was I thought it was too much. I thought that like because you come out no 
We're I'm a drag star's queen. Cup. How dare yeah, you? She, well, you established the scene with cousin it, which is like the Adams family. Okay, so there's so That's much deep. you can work oh. with with the Adams family. So as you turn around, yeah. you should be exactly what Brooklyn said. She should have been uh, Morticia. a gorgeous Morticia with black hair that went all the way down, That's... and she could have looked sickly. But instead, she had this random. Uh, no, first of all, she called it Chung Lee, which I don't even play video games, but that was not Chung Lee. Okay. She had this, Princess Amidala. She, no, it was like it was like Yara Sophia puppetons <laughs> on her head. Yeah. And she had a Hello. Fu Manchu. She had a Fu Manchu. I don't I don't know. It I, I feel like she sets up she set it she set up such a really interesting concept. And when she turned and around, it was like Oh yeah, she didn't hit the punchline. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So that was the reason why she failed for me. But I still because thought it was cool. I thought it was, it was well done. Amazing. Both those looks were fantastic on their own. Together, it was just like too much effort put into something that wasn't working in the first place. But Fair enough. I fucking love the idea of I liked both the looks. So I'm not I can't be mad at it. It just it didn't, didn't make work sense together. together. Yeah. Got it. And that I think threw it off. And then of course, like her her performance like you know it was just like yeah i was you know i was sad that she was not excelling in the dancing and the rapping challenge she she looked out of place like she was not at home well she just said she wanted to get it over with girl like when she was putting the and the thing about it is that like when you do the when you do when you record like that sets the tone for how you're going to dance and if you're going into there being like exactly you know whatever it's gonna like trust me that happened to me uh uh all stars four when i just kind of went in there i was like let me just kind of do a little like you know when i fail so I know it can fuck you up. So then we have the Save Queens, which is Lemon, which I'm sure is stuck in her crawl. Uh, Rita Baga and Jimbo are all yes. safe. <laughs> uh, and they kind of switched it up how they, they, they called out the top and bottom queens and dismissed uh the safe queens so that was a little different i was like oh 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 yeah okay. they like to switch it up you yeah, know keep the up, girls on their know? toes mm-hmm. but that second they called the first girl i was like oh this is the tops and bottoms they're this switching the tops it up. And bottom. yeah. yeah as a viewer i'm already expecting it so like I, <laughs> as a person who's been in that performance like when you look because you know when the judges do that you're like looking around like oh shit like oh shit like, who's this oh who's around? the girl that was really sucked stepped forward so as long as she don't call my name i know i'm safe right <laughs> That, all that. Yep, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And in this big group challenge thing, like, and there's only three of them, so I would be so like, whew, safe. I'm, I'm, I'm making it to episode four, you know? Right, like, yeah. So let's get to our judges' critiques. Kira, she faded into the background during her performance. Um, and her runway, her runway was kind of like reminiscent of Kine. I was like, oh, just did Kine leave her the costume and she took off the balls or I, no? Is. Because because Kine's actually fit her crotch a lot better than this wow. one. This one looked like her crotch was like a drop crotch. <laughs> It, it, and then the, it was, the bell the bell bottoms weren't even bell bottoms they were just kind of like straight leg and they kind palazzo of palazzo pants they went palazzo pants but they they didn't quite make it past the ankle bone so it was just like because there's a flood coming girl and then the and then the wig 
The wig oh, looked like the back of, mm-hmm. I don't know, Alaska's wig. <laughs> it was just like one big. Thank you. Matt. <laughs> one big matted. <laughs> It looked like it looked like a, it looked like a cotton ball as opposed to hair. Oh, I love that look. Um, it, I feel like the gold jumpsuit, the gold disco jumpsuit, is now the new like red kimono. It's just like <laughs> it's like Don't a moratorium it. on the gold disco jumpsuit on Drag Race forever. Now, no one can do yeah. it. Now, it's over. No more. It's, it's done. over. It's, no more. It's, no more gold. No more gold. No more. I don't care. Even no. if you think. Even to Rest be in peace. Rest in peace. We saw it here last. <laughs> Kiara was the last person to wear it on Drag Race. I felt bad for Tainomi because her outfit, although I I got what she was going for, it just was just poorly executed. Well, at least put a flat iron and a brush through it if you're going to wear something like that. It can't look like you just took it out the bag and put it on, bitch. Like, that's hair. And you know how your wigs look? That's what it looked like. When you take right. a wig out the bag and put it's it on. It's got the kink in it. <laughs> the kink where it was it's folded the, up. Where it was girl, folded like, in the back. Like, girl, you gotta, like, take a flat iron to that. Them tracks, honey. Cut gluing hair to an outfit is very difficult. Like, I've, I've, I've done it before. I'll do it again. It's, hair is just really hard to work with. So yeah. creating sculpture and a, an outfit with it. But, like, I feel like just, I think what it was is that it was just plain tracks of hair, you know, and they're just, like, laid flat. And there was, right. like, no design to it. There was a whatever. And I, and I think that, again, they said, like, it didn't really fit her body. And then I don't know what the fasteners were up here. It just, didn't, it just looked like, it looked like a reveal, which, which we find out later it is. But, like, I yeah. wish that her reveal was, like, on the runway. I feel like that would have, that would have helped. At least... Yeah, because then we would have been staring at like, why is that Velcro like not lining right. up with the, right there in the front? You know, uh, yeah. I just I feel like if she took that that hat off and she had just had a long ponytail underneath it and she just like walked the runway in the all no, black outfit. We, we've seen them ponytails, girl. That was the, the, <laughs> this thing. Uh, Even if it was three hair, I don't know, because you could, (laughs) here's the deal with all, in drag, you can get away if it's a reveal. Like, it doesn't even matter if you, like, are Mimi M first, shuffling it off. As long as you're changing outfits in the middle of your number, the kids are going to go up, and I feel like that could have happened with her look. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, Priyanka wins. She wins a VIP and luxury experience at a luxury Hilton, and where is this at? Lacklimi? How you pronounce it? Mm. Is it Lacklimi? How about our Canadian fans go to latricemanila <laughs> at gmail.com and let us know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought Priyanka did really great, and I think this is a, a great win for her. And I, I, I knew from the Meet the Queens videos, I was like, she's someone to watch. Yeah. And I think that she's really a contender to go all the way. Yeah, and she was the team captain of her team, and she was, mm, like, mm-hmm. able to really do it. And it, she was, honestly, as a viewer, a joy to watch through this process. You know a what joy. I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, and, like, even when she wins, like, she just has so much, like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. She doesn't, ex- like, you're not feeling like, I expected to win. I didn't feel like any of, like, a whatever. She's just lovely and innocent, and I, as, like, a viewer, I feel like we're, we're getting to watch Drag Race from fresh eyes. Yeah, you know? yes. yeah. Now, do you agree with the bottoms? Um, our bottom twos are Tainomi and Starzy, and unfortunately, uh, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I kind of, kind of like, agree with it. 
Yeah, I guess so. Combining the runway and the challenge, it's kind of, I mean, that's... No, that's kind of it. Because yeah. Alona, like, she she turned it on the runway, even though her performance was right. womp. But uh, she redeemed yeah. herself on the runway, and it was very, very strong. So it yeah. did super exceed, you know, what she did on the, on the challenge. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, like, yeah, you have two strikes, so I'm sorry, the girls all have to be in the bottom. So we have the queens lip syncing in front of Deborah Cox. Baby, a Deborah Cox, a song classic, absolutely not. Should I wear my hair in a ponytail? Should I dress myself up in Chanel? How? Um, but I, I don't know that any drag queen has ever done this song before. Oh, as I just bust just out kidding. in full verse. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. This is Honey. one of the most popular drag songs. And every bitch would have a ponytail on while they was doing yeah. it. And just all energy, right? All full um, out. <laughs> which we did not get, unfortunately. Deborah Cox's <laughs> Deborah Cox's voice is such a powerful instrument. Uh, it's yes. one of the best gifts a drag queen can have because it's obviously not our voices singing. So when we project something, we want something that's big, over the top, grand, and beautiful. And that is that is Deborah Cox right there. So one hundred. Yeah, I have to say, getting to watch uh, Deborah Cox lip sync is is a joy for me. Okay, but yeah. plot twist: Did we forget to mention that Tainomi has been a backup dancer for Deborah Cox for over de- a decade? So this yeah. woman knows this woman and yes. should be able to turn this. She could have busted out some old choreography from a video or performance, (laughs) but I didn't get that either. Um, But I did expect a lot more. I will say this, though. I understand that you've been standing on that runway for about three hours, but your knees are numb, you can't feel your toes, (laughs) and you're giving all you can give with what you can, because nobody knows that part. It's all edited out, so it looks like it's real fast, bitch. And Tanomi is no spring chicken. Okay, like she 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 look young, but like them knees yeah, are old. <laughs> I get that, I get that, I get that. But yeah, it it her performance was uh, a little underwhelming for what the expectations. I think that we all have been fed from I don't know from from the show. Like all the other queens talk so highly of her. She talks highly of herself. Deborah motherfucking Cox know who she is. So I was expecting a lot more, especially because I think she did. She was getting the choreography, but like, obviously she failed at the, I don't know. After last week's uh, lip sync and then seeing this lip sync, uh, I feel like, I don't don't know. I just, I thought there should be more. She did the tearaway. I mean, I I thought she did great. She did the tearaway. She revealed I have another hair outfit under my hair outfit. (laughs) Okay. But then I'll she revealed. She but we covered this. The, she should have done that the on the runway, hat. and maybe she wouldn't have been in the bottom if having to give us this underwhelming I know, performance. Like, where was where was that before? <laughs> where it ought to be? 
covered up. Well, here's, here's the deal. <laughs> oh my God, Latrice. Here's, here's the other deal though. Like I feel for her because I'm not a dancer when I perform. If I was to perform a Deborah Cox song, trust me, it would be all here as well because I can't do the dancing. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I actually was preferring Anastasia's performance because I, as a queen that can't dance, uh, was enjoying the, the dancing of the lips and the performance up here and the emoting of the song because I think that Anastasia's lip sync was was uh, tight. Was a, it was, was tighter tight. than Tainomi. It was a matter of energy over lips over whatever. But like either one, it was like you're not getting the total package. You weren't getting the full fantasy. Like each one of them had something that you wish the other one had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I feel I feel like because the hair was just covering so much of her, it yeah. was just kind of shielding her face. I don't think that her full performance was able to be experienced from the judge's point of view as well so I, I don't know and also like as Deborah Cox is being your guest host this week you can't send Tainomi home no ma'am you know Tainomi did you know she did she did it justice enough you know what I mean like she yeah. she she twirled enough she kicked enough and did a graceful split she gave like, a performance you know she yeah. gave a performance but you know Anastasia she'll really be missed she was such a such a like classy Class presence yes absolutely and and such a a powerhouse in the drag in the world of drag like in general so like it was great seeing her on our on our wow presents plus app for a few weeks (laughs) yeah and she really did last especially last week when she told her story of like uh of where she came from in the bahamas and how she was able to come to canada i think that we all have like a love and respect for her and i'm i'm interested in seeing more from her so uh i'm sad to see her go but like you know it, it the pressure's on girls like if if this pageant winner can be sent home with all of her polish, then like yeah. anyone could be nice. Anyone could be nice. So she took that lipstick out, went up to the mirror, and then said, No. And put it <laughs> I'm not ruining this very good, uh, perfectly good <laughs> lipstick for a message Lord. that I don't even want to write. That uh, she did that. Was she did that. Sickening. Uh, <laughs> that was sickening. She said, I have <laughs> she, did that. she was Whitney Houston. She says, I have nothing. 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 <laughs> Crazy. Well, that's well, our episode. I'm sad to see Anastasia go. Congratulations to Priyanka. Yeah. We love um, you, Queen. You are gorgeous and stunning, and you will always be Anastasia. <laughs> thanks alaska um, for joining us thank thanks, you so much alaska yeah oh my gosh oh my god i thank feel you like for having me of course of course i want to remind you guys if you have uh, if you guys want to get, get in contact with us or, or or share your experience of being a canadian uh with us uh, uneducated Americans with our COVID-19. Um, <laughs> please send an email to latriceandmanila at gmail.com and we might even read your message on air. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening to The Chop. Chop, 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 chop. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na
The Chops is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Creative Canada, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Canada's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their prospective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Dog. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Big Dipper. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Bally. Alaska Thunderfuck. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio. And Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. <laughs>